Question. Do parents have an obligation to tolerate their children's misbehavior? Or can they just make rules that if you don't like the rules of the house, you don't want to behave? I'm paraphrasing here. Then you have to leave. That's all. What Musser Sefer says that a parent has to be soival aggravation from their children. Answer. Musser Sefer, I couldn't tell you for sure. But it's a posuk in Chumash. When the Asafsuf was giving Moshe Rabbeinu so much aggravation, he turns up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he says, Hashem, what did I do? Why are you doing this to me? So as Mashma over there, that had Moshe Rabbeinu Taka given birth to this Am, had he been their father, he would have been mechuyiv to be soival. So the answer is yes. You do have to tolerate misbehavior of your children and figure out a way to deal with it. And as long as we're talking about this pasuk, I'm going to tell you what the Sephorno says on the spot, an Eitzah, how to make children, how to get children to behave. The Sephorno explains what Moshe Rabbeinu meant when he said, He says that the reason why children listen to parents where they don't agree, if they do agree, then there's, there's no kunz. Of course the kid's going to listen. But if in a case where the kid is not masking with the parents, even where they don't agree, still the kid is going to listen because the kid understands that the father is giving the kid instructions, is giving him toichocho for the child's own good. And the father is totally selfless. The father means it only for the child's good. And because the child knows that the father means it totally for the child's toiva, not for the father's toiva, therefore the child will listen. But Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that they don't understand this about me. If I would have been their father, then they would understand that I mean everything I'm telling them for their own good and only for their own good. Now that I'm Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm not their father. They don't understand this. Now, let's, under, let's, let's hear what the Sephorno is saying over here. You could be Moshe Rabbeinu. You could be the Adoin Hanaviyim. You could have been Mekabal Toiran Harsinai and split the Yamsuf and brought the Yidden out of Mitzrayim. You could be the greatest Jew that ever walked the face of this earth, but that's not going to get your children to listen to you as much as they do if they understand that what you tell them, you mean only for the, their own good and not any taruvis of any selfish reasons, any, any negias that you have on your part. And that's the trick. That's the Sephorno's comes from Pasuk, his pshat, and how to get children to listen. Now, you may think, what do you mean? Of course we mean our children's own good. What do we mean for ourselves? Love Dafka. And let's see. Uh, I have a test, a proba, to see whether the father means what he tells his children for his own benefit or for the children's benefit or maybe a combination. Let's say you have a little kid. And the little kid, you tell him uh, not to uh, throw things down the toilet bowl. And he doesn't listen. He takes a little uh, piece of aluminum foil, squishes it up into a ball, and throws it down into the toilet and flushes it down. And you get upset because he didn't listen. 
That's case number one. Case number two. You tell your little kid not to flush things down the toilet. He takes your wife's diamond ring. It's a little shiny thing to him. He takes it, and with the same glee that in case the first case, he threw the aluminum foil ball down the toilet, he takes the wife's diamond ring, and he throws it down the toilet and flushes it. Now, you're upset at him. Are you going to react differently when he throws the diamond ring down the toilet than you did when he threw the aluminum foil down the toilet? Now, don't forget, when he threw the, the, the madrig of Avla that he did is the exact same in both cases. And if, let's just take the aluminum foil, right? Now, you're going to do whatever it takes to be mechanachim. He has no musig that the diamond ring is worth anything more than the aluminum foil or that it's any different than the aluminum foil. To the kid, little kid, it's the exact same thing. If you react differently, if you react more outraged, more infuriated, you fly off the handle by the case of the diamond ring, you're not letting out all that, that uh, anger and that that outrage, that frustration for the kid's sake, it's only to let out your own frustration for your sake because you had the big hefzid. You see, this is what the Sephorno means. The kids understand what the motive of the uh, father is and, and they react accordingly. Now, another case. Uh, let's say it's Shabbos afternoon and you're trying to sleep and the kids are making a lot of noise and you wake up and you go out to give them musr. Are you giving them Musr because they disobeyed their instructions and they made noise when they shouldn't and they woke up their father? That's an Aveir. You're not allowed to wake up your father. You're not allowed to disturb him. Or are you acting the way you're acting? Is it because you were annoyed because you got woken up? Not Mitzad what the kid did. No, Mitzad, you got woken up. Now, if you're doing it, Mitzad, you got woken up and you lost your sleep. Not Mitzad, Musr for the kids' area, for the kids' good, but, but rather you're upset and angry because you got woken up out of your sleep, then that's not what, the, you're not being Mekayim, what the Safarno says is proper chinuch. Now, I'm not saying that you're not entitled to protect your own sleep. And if a father does get upset because of the, because his sleep was disturbed, even if it's not in Ganzen Latoivas the kid, it's Latoivas the father because he wants his sleep. I'm not saying he's not entitled. No, you're, you're fully entitled. But, and maybe even the kid's going to listen. And now you're going to ask Akasha, what do you mean? Oh, I, I woke up and the kid knew that I, it was my sleep that caused me to be enraged. And he was quiet for the rest of the afternoon. So you see uh, that it kid uh, listens even when he doesn't, when he understands that you're acting in your own interest, not in the kid's interest. The Teretz is, yeah, the kid may listen, but he's not going to learn anything from it. And all he's going to learn is that his father is, is going to get uh, upset if he, if he makes noise. But he's not going to learn right from wrong. Here's the Vart. We're talking about teaching kids right from wrong to convince them of something. Now, there's no question if you use force against them, then they're going to buckle to the force. But that's not going to teach them anything. You, it's not going to convince them of what's right and what's wrong. What, what you're doing is you're forcing their behavior. But remember, the Sephorno says even when they don't agree. 
Now, he's not talking about force. You could threaten to open up the ground under them and get them swallowed up if you're a big Balmoifis, and that would probably work, but they're not going to learn what's right and what's wrong. We're talking about convincing them, that is, teaching them what's right and what's wrong, not what's painful or pleasurable. You're, you're entitled, again, you're fully entitled to protect your own property, that it shouldn't be damaged by the children, and you're certainly entitled to protect your sleep, that they shouldn't steal it, no question about it. But if you react this way, you're not going to teach them that making noise is wrong in that case. You're going to teach them that making noise leads to bad consequences. If you want to teach them right from wrong, if you want to convince them what's right and wrong, you need to get them to understand that your reaction, your instructions, your musr is for their sake. It's very simple. If let's say somebody, somebody wanted to convince you to move out of um, Bayswater and move to, I don't know where, move to Muncie, let's say. He wanted to convince you. What type of person would be most qualified, most likely, most best suited to convince you? A smart person, probably you'd respect his word more than a not smart person. Um, an informed person, you may respect his word more than an uninformed person. But the person who you would most likely to listen to is if is your best friend. That means somebody that knows you really well and that is giving you this advice. You know they're giving the, you this advice for your own good, only for your benefit, not for their benefit. Maybe even they lose by it. Maybe even they want you to stay, mitzad them. But it's your interest, it's in your interest to move out of the neighborhood. The word of such a person in such a context is much more compelling. And if you want to convince a child of what's right and what's wrong, this is how you need to teach. Now, you're going to ask me, well, how do I get my child to realize that this is what I mean? The Teretz is... If you talk a minute like that, he's going to understand. It's mamish dvorm ha-yoytzim el-alev n'chnosim el-alev. Now, not always. Remember, Moshe Rabbeinu certainly meant it for Klal Yisrael's good, but they didn't, they didn't, uh, they weren't makabel. However, the Sepharno says over there that even though Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't matzliach, if Moshe Rabbeinu would have been their father, the father has a natural kesher that the Rabbi Nishlam gave between parents and children, that the children do know that that's what the parents mean. Now, of course, again, parents are bali bachira, and they can mix in other motivations. But when the parents do mean it uh, like that, the child is most likely to listen. That's your best bet, and that's the proper way to teach them.